Okay, we're back. We're back. The saga continues. It's continuing. <laughs> of our Chicago adventures. The party resumes. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, uh, we're about to... Do something very special. Yeah, and a, spe- a special event. Because we're going to watch the last two episodes of Euphoria and give you direct commentary mm-hmm. as we're watching it. I'm kind of out of the loop when it comes to Euphoria. I've just... I've been watching it in passing. Just I don't really know what's going on, but I like the makeup and the outfits and stuff. So And it's nice that like people like it was an event that people had to watch every week. Yeah. Definitely. I mean I wasn't watching every week. I but know, I but was like, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> um But we thought that the last two episodes would be perfect because they're about the theater. Yeah. And th- I mean episode seven is literally title entitled the theater and its double which is a reference to Antonin Artaud so what specific Artaud reference is this I I don't know I've missed this one so Artaud's theater and its double is his like manifesto about the theater and if you if you know anything about Artaud like it's all about like trying to get to the inner spiritual experience of like a performance yeah and pain okay. and like it like now i've read his like thing on pain and stuff yeah i've looked at that yeah, yeah and like attacking the audience mm-hmm. oh well that makes sense because it seems like in the euphoria episode she attacks her f- her yeah, audience her, yeah her friends and her family yeah. and then like yeah so it should be it should be a good uh this will be time. something yeah, yeah i'm i'm very intrigued by this so um yeah this is definitely this is real experimental podcasting yeah yeah <laughs> this is gonna be so interesting i yeah i've just been watching it in passing not really paying attention but i do vaguely understand sort of what's going on right so like the girl is on drugs and lexi has yeah. written a play Okay. Do you do subtitles ever? Oh, you know what? Let's do that. I think that would make it a little easier for us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Um, <laughs> English. Wait, no. I want it to be. <gasps> on. There we go. <gasps> oh. Oh. There we go. Wait, oh. English. Oh, okay. I understand what it's doing now. Wait, <laughs> subtitles? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's on. Oh, God. Technology. I just can't. Oh, my God. Okay, and... Okay, there, thank you. Oh, thank God. Okay, Okay, so... We should also preface that we're... We did some edibles. We did some edibles before this. Honestly, I'm looking forward to this. Usually, I just take edibles and watch um, reality shows, which can get a little anxiety-inducing. Right. But, I don't know, something about uh, euphoria and the very long shots... I can see, I can foresee this being very relaxing. Right. And we're really like, we're really connecting to like Rue's character. Cause I mean, she like self medicates with like Mm -hmm. drugs and we're just like having a very like 4D experience Mm -hmm. with this television show. Yeah. I can see like, I can see this being attractive, obviously not to, not only to older young adults, but also teens as well, I guess. I, I do think like teens. Do you, do you know any really teens? 
I do you're a think, teacher. <laughs> yeah, I do think that the teens are really into it. What else are they into? <sighs> I don't even. I, I just much. I just know like euphoria. Yeah. Um, what is the name of the? What are these songs that play during the show? I don't know. I mean, they have a very. I haven't looked at the soundtrack. Ec- yeah, but they have really a very an eclectic uh, music. Yeah, it's like alternative R and B. Yeah. Interesting. The singer Labyrinth is like right. Really I know him. Popular. I don't know. I don't. It's it's very creepy. I don't know. Euphoria and like the the music makes it very creepy to me. It's very scary. So they're at. Okay, so they're at. Okay, they're at the theater. They're at a. W- yeah. No. Oh, just kidding. They're at a funeral. <laughs> Oops. But I think. Who died? I think it's. <laughs> I think it's um Rue's father's. Yeah. Wake. Okay. Okay, Rue's father died. Can you give me the background on Rue's dad? Yeah, they were really close, and he died. Okay. I forget what of. And this is recent, or is this a flashback? It's a flashback. Okay, okay. I thought, like, he just recently died. Yeah, it happened, like, a a while ago, Mm -hmm. and obviously it was, like, very devastating for Rue and the family, and that's when Rue's, like, whole journey with drugs takes hold. Um, it makes sense that Maude Apatow plays the theater girl in this show. She does have that perfect, perfectly circular face, like happy-go-lucky, wide-eyed, yes. young, youthful, sprightly look to her. She just like has this like goody two-shoes. Simple girl. Simple girl who loves horses and musical theater <laughs> she <laughs> like, definitely gives off horse girl vibes she does definitely she yeah so and, and spoiler but like this is like the um you know euphoria does this whole weird thing where it's like surreal mm-hmm. and like um like right now like they're it feels like they're back actually at the wake but like mm-hmm. it's about to turn into like the stage show okay yeah so when they do things like this on the show it confuses me i guess it it just throws me off because they did this before in a previous episode like similar to like some surrealist thing where i didn't know if it was right the opening with like rue and jewels yeah yeah um and it just confused me but i did really like the venus not the Venus de Milo, the birth of Venus mm-hmm. piece that they did in that yeah. opening. I thought that that was like one of the most gorgeous images from that episode. You know, this show is so weird, but it, I feel like this is a dramatized version of what we all thought our own adolescence was when in real life it's just like okay no we just ran around and kicked rocks in the schoolyard yeah. like yeah. i'm like in my own head in high school it, like obviously cerebrally it's very melodramatic yeah. and you do feel like you're dying and you want to like do drugs and you wish that you could like do drugs and die, you know <laughs> run away <laughs> or yeah. do something crazy but what book is she reading oh, she's opening a book at the funeral thingy the let this darkness be a bell tower. You know, that sounds oh, like something I would it's read. It's by the guy who wrote um, Letters to a Young Poet. Oh, interesting. Marianne Williamson references that book a lot. What is it about? I have no idea. Oh, okay. 
how you're breathing like okay i feel so bad for zendaya like she seems like such a cool girl oh i was oh my god i was gonna tell you i um listened to a really very she said something recently publicly that i was really taken by she was talking about acting and her acting career and she just disclosed something in an interview that i thought was very profound and brave i guess in her position she Uh said that she basically is she's anxious about like her finances and she said i don't know i have a i feel a pressure to keep working because i know it could all be gone tomorrow and that's a lot of pressure on me and even though like i have all these finances i'm still financially anxious because i don't know how long this is going to last i don't know if there's always going to be work for me i don't know if something could happen i wonder if that's like a young person thing like uh, young people today yeah i mean also i think she probably takes care of her family and that it's just a lot to manage right and especially if you like rely on it like and i think like i mean she relies on just her ability to act but a lot of times things are out of your control exactly and i think like some of that is healthy to to a degree because you have to know when to like relinquish control and just just know and trust that it's gonna work out yeah but i just thought that was really like um uh, confessional of her to talk about how she's anxious about finances (laughs) as like a celebrity it was very interesting well usually people like keep that in and then like they come back when they're like old and they're like oh yeah all the money's run out as a celebrity yeah i mean she seems like she has such a good head on her shoulders both of her parents are like public school teachers oh beautiful yeah she apparently i think she's very like grounded as an actress um but okay so now what's happening there is this still are we still in this fever dream surrealist moment yeah, okay, it's now, about to, it's, okay, the now the is going. Okay, so now um, the the play is starting. Okay, when you first talked to me about this, I recall you saying, this is the most expensive look. Like, what kind of private school budget do they have? And like, they're not it even literally, a private school. I know. Like, I mean, it is a fantasy, I guess, but this production that they're doing, like, this is like a truly like a three million dollar production quality yeah. every dream that here. i've had as when i was in high school i was like oh my god like imagine like we could defy reality mm-hmm. if we just had the budget although granted like in the theater like less is more mm-hmm, that's true and so then like when they do this like it's just like it feels like a betrayal of theater because <laughs> in the theater you can say less or say more with less, I mean. But this episode in particular is very interesting. I think they are touching on something because it's every young person's fantasy to act out a play in front of people they hate and be like, this is you, bitch. Like, this is this is really my... Because this is my life, you know? Right. Like, this is how I feel about you. Like, you, everybody, like, always dreams about epically owning their high school bullies or people you have a falling out with <laughs> you know yeah. it's like well wait till um you see this little play i wrote about you like <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot okay we, the play is called euphoria oh no that's no, just the opening it's the play is called our life um 
but, sh- which is but like, Lexi like wrote a, it? Yeah. Okay. Which feels like a, I think it's a riff off of uh, Our Town. Why do all of these houses that these people live in look like they're stuck in some like old person's mid-century modern, like, it literally looks like the dustiest, waxy, like, rug. There's, there's rugs on the floor everywhere. There's wallpaper. <laughs> I don't know what is going on with all of these houses, but they're always, like, this weird, like, red. There's reds and browns and fuzzy, like, couches and rugs everywhere. And they've... Oh, I mean, well, the high school itself, like, is so fantastical that they have to make the houses look, like, as banal and (laughs) Like, look at these lamps. Like, they're, like, all, like, these houses are full of, like, antiques and stuff. It looks like my, every house that they're in looks like my grandma's house. It does, like, look, what's behind her? Like, there's, like, a little glass menagerie, like, with little trinkets and stuff. Glass menagerie should make a comeback. Uh, Yeah, my. Shout out to Tennessee Williams. Yeah, my grandma had one. Um. So how do you how do you feel about this guy? Um, Bez. Uh, yeah, his name is Angus Cloud. Yeah. Um. He's been he's been doing a lot of like gender bending clothing lately, which well, I think is. I like I like him in the show. Um, it just seems like this is literally his personality. <laughs> right. Because I've, se- I've seen in- interviews with him. Um, and I I can't understand what he he barely moves his mouth when he talks. <laughs> His his mouth barely opens when he says something. It, honestly, it helps to have the subtitles. He's like a Gen Z's generation of Mac Miller. But is he? Is but he's not. He's not the same. Yeah. Well, it, how well, old is he? Because I don't he? think he even raps. Well, well obviously, yeah. Well, h- how old is he though? He's um, is he Gen Z? Let me Z? look it up. Does he? What is Ang- his name's Angus Cloud? Hmm. So far, this play is really making me not like this Lexi oh, character. Oh, he is Gen Z. He was born in 98. Okay, he has an older look to him. But he's a cancer, so that's cool. Okay, already I am seizing because this is so... It just The fact that Lexi is narrating this just says... I'm pissed off about something I wrote about and now I have to put everybody through this collective trauma <laughs> and, and drag you, everybody down with my resentments, you know. And I feel like narrators usually j- like don't work in the theater. Well, cuz it's like show me don't tell me. Well, I have a question. What is up with this mom character who like always busts in the door and is like you cheated on your boyfriend, like blah, blah, right. who's like constantly drunk like well, because, like, in the, the previous episodes, like, sh- the mom character's been, like, making a big scene in them. Yeah, she's constantly making a big scene and is, like, you, like, she's always, like, sauntering in and out of scenes, being, like, you're dressed like a slut. I can't believe you're my daughter or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, the way these parents talk to these kids is really disturbing. But like I said, I feel like this is just... Uh, older person's projection or a young person's projection of what they think their parents act like to the towards them you know what well, I'm yeah saying? Like, yeah i mean you always think that your parents are like so evil like i can't believe they're abusing me you know 
I mean, euphoria in general is just really like one big projection of like what people think is Mm -hmm. going on right now. But I think that adds to like the psychedelia of it. Yeah, like it 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 doesn't match reality at all. And I guess the surrealist elements in it add to that. So we kind of know on some points that it's largely a, a like very heady fantasy of youth culture. Oh, that wig. Okay, I love this girl, Chloe Cherry. I'm a huge fan of her. A porn actress. I mean... Now she is in Euphoria. And she was doing Euphoria porn. uh, You know what I love about her? She really is extremely natural on screen. Oh, yeah. She's a really good actress. She's so present. And I really... I want more porn stars... You know, I do too. dipping their I toes mean, into more mainstream like shows and acting and stuff. Like, yeah, but I'm not like an OnlyFans porn star, maybe, but like one who like went the traditional route. You know? Yeah, she worked with a couple of studios. Yeah, and yeah, she was like freelancing. Yeah, she's her own person. Also, she's from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hell yeah! And um, but I was listening to her her interview on. Um, Julia Fox's podcast and oh, yeah. it was very interesting they asked her do you think you, you're going to qu- continue doing porn is that something you s- you're still interested in and she said probably not like huh. now that you're <laughs> she's like well now that I'm on euphoria I guess I don't have to do the old slap and tickle no more <laughs> but like I wish that there was like a, an actress who could like sustain a porn career and be like a well-respected actress like why can't there be why can't you do both i guess yeah, yeah. why can't there be a meryl well why what? can't there be a meryl, meryl streep who does porn <laughs> i don't know not meryl streep and exactly but like you know i understand what you're saying yeah i mean i guess you can't have it both ways i mean i like the journey that she's on but i get yeah i get your what you're saying because it, it would help but i don't know if you are like a you get to this level at this point i would be too busy right. and she also said that she has an only so now she's just ascended in class and probably doesn't have to do the dirty work anymore right. <laughs> um i just feel like i don't know yeah i want like i want like the studio pornos to come back i think that they're like that is like a true art well, there are studios, but there are so many of them. Because similar to regular media entertainment, there used to be just your standard, like, three companies, three studios. And now, like, everybody has their own studio. Also, they actually, she brought up something very interesting on Julia Fox's podcast. She said that a lot of people don't watch new porn, you know? Right. Like most people just watch the same videos in their routine, you know. Or like or I mean, or they just like see the thumbnail and are like that looks hot and like they're not actually like looking for like contemporary yeah. porn. Yeah, fast forward to yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think so I think pro- that's probably also part of the problem. Like there's just so much crap out there. Right. May as well just stick to your normal routine like at this point you know everybody's it works. Yeah, and at this point everyone's seen everything, so What's the point, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, that's why we need good porno artists out there. Or, like or have you seen Love by Gaspar Noé? No. Okay, that would be a great episode to do. 
Okay. That's a great, I, that's like a really good erotic film. Oh. Cause actually, yeah, that would be something that would be really cool if she was like a euphoria actress, but she was also in like artsy French erotic films, you know, like fancy mm. erotic films. That would be cool. Like, yeah. let's make that come back. That would be fun. Yeah. Okay. So where we are, where are we in the play? Lexi's like introducing us to her sister who's like um, dating Nate played by Jacob Elordi who's like do so do we like Nate I mean <laughs> is he is he the bad com- guy he's a complex character didn't he I saw an episode didn't he almost <laughs> shoot uh that one girl Maddie yes okay that okay that was a crazy <laughs> yeah. episode but I really liked that shot where she turned around and his reflection was in the mirror. Oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed beautiful. that. I appreciated yeah, that. That was like great dramatic tension. Did you ever like see a high school, like have a turntable for a set? No, we had cardboard boxes, a couple pieces of lumber yeah. and some pipe cleaners. Although I know, okay. that the, I know that there are high schools now that use like turntable sets. Cause like when they, I saw there's a documentary that came out a few years ago that has like, a um has a, a clip from a, a production of Les Miserables at a high school and they had a turntable set. No, but back in my day we had pipe cleaners, paper plates, yeah, and construction paper and See, d- just figure it out. <laughs> really theater kids don't need that much money because like they need to flex those creative <laughs> energies. Yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. Well you have to learn how to be resourceful. That too, yeah. Because nothing is ever going to be handed to you in this life. So Yeah, and we're running out of resources. Yeah. And so like it's like the good old work. days when like kids just used to play with dirt. You know. Yeah. And like yeah. a stick. <laughs> Okay, so we're going back inside Alexi's mind. She hates her sister because she's dating Jacob. Alordi. Alordi. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> this is a flashback to a moment when they, um, like, her sister. Uh, what is her sister's name? Um, no. Jenny. Fuck. What is the name? Oh, and her ice cream melted. Aw. Now she's crying. There's no use crying over spilled ice cream. Ooh, okay, and okay, now she's watching Rue buy weed. Okay, yeah. So Cassie just went with a, a older man, and Lexi was, like, sitting in the back crying. Rue is not a believable drug addict to me just based on how many drugs she does like usually it's just the one thing like or no i don't know the the weed and coke and the syringe like it's there's a lot of things going on here yeah i just feel bad because like she has such pretty eyes but her whole this whole show is like she's just walking around with her eyes half open (laughs) and a lot of the show also is like zendaya crying but trying not to cry i have a prediction that this show is actually going to age really well probably like right now a lot of people are like oh yeah it's like melodramatic but i think when we look back on it it's going to be even more wild and psychedelic maybe i don't know i like i don't know i think may i i like i trust that instinct Mm mm-hmm 
maybe maybe not because like, there's some shows i look back on i'm like sheesh we I, what were we thinking okay now she's talking about technology it's ruining our lives tech companies are stealing our data and we're becoming robots it's only a matter of before time before the military industrial complex oh gosh this girl is so annoying <laughs> we're taking selfies and we're killer robots yeah all right well great <laughs> you just gotta lean into it i <laughs> i love how she's okay. telling this story does, does florida have hills that high are they supposed to be in florida i believe so that that can't be i don't think they have hills florida people do you guys have mountains i don't think that, yeah i don't think I don't they think do maybe let's see where does euphoria take place no it does no actually it does take place in california like sacramento doesn't it i i don't know let this darkness be a bell time. i have to find wow that's so profound what did she say I don't know. She was reciting some poetry from that book. Oh, the the real gay book. I don't understand. If I was Rue's mom, I would absolutely beat her ass and like <laughs> lock her in some institute, like send her somewhere. Well, not. I, I don't know. I would just really like. You I feel try to shake it out of well, her. I, whenever I watch the show, I'm like, this mom has no agency. She just like lets her daughter run around. What's the deal with that? Is she busy? Okay. The show Euphoria. What she place. where's his mom? Oh, uh, she's lying in the okay. I'm pretty sure it takes place in California in like Sacramento. Um it's definitely filmed in California. Um wait, a couple days. Oh, okay. So now we're we're at the another flashback. Oh, it does take place in a suburb of LA. Uh huh. I knew it. That makes mm. sense. Okay, so she's at the funeral again. This is a flashback. That's incredibly I sad. Losing a parent at such a young age. I mean, shout out to <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Well, Paul and I call it the DDC the dead dad club yeah it's yeah it's just it's a very sad thing it's a sad it's a yeah it's, it's a, a sad world it's a sad, well it's an epidemic wow. like it really does suck honestly i'd if if i had to watch a show about like addiction i'd rather watch like a melodramatic like overly zealous <laughs> reenactment of what people fantasize drug right. addiction instead of like a real realistic you know right well, because there was that one show that just came out about the opioid epidemic. What was it called? It had Michael Keaton. In it. I don't know. Don't. Well, all I can say is don't do it. Don't do it. Because <laughs> I've just because I've seen what it does to people, and I. You know what? I feel like they should put more makeup on like more aging or like crusty something makeup on real because she's such a beautiful girl but drugs like that really age you i guess she is young she's supposed to be in high school but when even when you see teens that like are like that they are really unfortunate looking 
or they could just like make it like really lean into like the the fantasy of the show and just make Rue like age quickly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, seriously, like I was telling you, our friend, one of our friends who used to be addicted to meth, he was like young guy, 33 years old, and he literally looks like he was 50. It was extremely um, wrinkly and patchy. And it's like, you, there's no going back. No amount of retinol. <laughs> no, no amount of Tatcha's rice cleanser can fix that. <laughs> Cannot repair your meth addiction. Um, I would like to say that this Jacob guy is not attractive to me. He's a large, long chin. <laughs> he has a, I don't know, he kind of looks like um, what I imagine like a degraded Greek man would look like well, from okay. ancient Greece. He has a nice nose, but he's got this strange, long butt chin that yeah. I just can't get past. I feel like I want to also cut his hair, too. I also think he's way too tall. He is very tall. Like, awkwardly tall. I don't know. It's something about it. It's... I just... I'm also, he's kind of menacing looking. I mean, that's part of his character. I would like, I would think it would be cooler if he was like really cu- like pretty boy, innocent looking, but secretly he's oh, evil. Oh, yeah. I, you know what I was thinking the other day? You and I kind of have a younger look going for us. Right. We could definitely be on Euphoria. Or we, we should. C- we should have been, we, we should have been cast in this. <laughs> I mean, season three comes out in 2024. I know. Although by There's then, a I girl named Maddie. Care. I could just play her. Yeah. <laughs> Although by 2024, hopefully I don't care that much about you. No. <laughs> hopefully hopefully <laughs> there will most, be something new. Yeah, hopefully most people don't care about Euphoria. Hopefully, hopefully we've you're watching on. some of my movies. Exactly. <laughs> going to the th- going to the actually going to the theater. Yeah. Okay, is this a sex scene? I hope so. <laughs> Paul, Paul and I always say like when there's about to be a sex scene and like a show they're like but the question is are we going to see pump that is the real ultimate question right. oh my god then they're smoking weed on the on the ew <gasps> that's gross <laughs> there's no way uh, that a high school would allow that smoking of any kind well no like uh yeah especially in a play not even electric cigarettes. In my college, we had to smoke like water uh, cigarettes on stage. Well, I'll, I think those were fire like safety regulations for our facility. Right. But still, I had to smoke like the heaviest, like m- the shaped like a Crayola marker <laughs> kind that. of cigarette. I want to start smoking cigarettes. No, yes. don't do it. Don't don't you dare. <laughs> I it's it's a it's okay if if you do I I won't try to control you it's fine <laughs> everybody has their own path exactly everybody mm-hmm. has their own vices yeah we've just gotta we've just gotta get through as, as long as you go to church and you yeah, right pray I for forgiveness over, yeah I give myself over to the art I'll do it so that guy's like a plant for the cops. Wow. And so, like, his... Ew. She's got a great ass. She really does. She really does, yeah. Annie Cherry, right? Oh, Chloe. Chloe Annie Cherry. Cherry. 
what if yeah chloe sherry i mean that's cute chloe but what sherry if it was sounds something, like a drag name well but here it should be something more like funny and tongue-in-cheek like Edie cherry like eat my cherry oh, or something yeah. like Edie that cherry, Edie yeah. cherry or Edie cherry Edie may cherry or like Polly Cherry, like I, I don't know, I don't know. Eat, mm. eat. Wait, what else? Uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, all I can think of is this <laughs> Edie Cherry. Or yeah, I don't know. Okay, so this guy with wearing his hat backwards, he kind of looks like Paul, but Paul's cuter. Paul's uh, so much cuter. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, that, that I'm, that's what I'm saying. We all have very diverse looks. We could definitely have our own euphoria. We should just ride around. Yeah, you could be Make like... work the, for ourselves. So you could be like the gay guy in the high school who's like goody two-shoes, but he's secretly supplying the whole high school with yeah. Adderall stimulants and everything. I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. There's been a lot of... Um, shows like this though like high schoolers dealing drugs to each other yeah like 21 drum street was about yeah. that back in the 80s yeah and there's been like a couple movies and shows kind of all about the same thing but no our euphoria would be so um awkward yeah and um or absurd yeah and definitely. it would be also in black and white yes um so no color at all but on and film yeah and somebody dies every single episode yeah and because that's that's the uh, and there's yeah and there's no sex in it but you think you're gonna see it but then there's nothing well that builds the tension yeah exactly and then somebody when you think somebody is going to like have sex they actually die that would be fun okay that streetlight scene is such a reference to like the passover play that was just out on broadway that's true. I read about like that. It. Yeah. He's right. going to play Mac Miller in the biopic. Like there's just They're making a biopic? No, but oh. when it happens, if it does happen. I just feel I would feel bad if I was him cuz he does look like Mac Miller, but I would feel like oh, I'm like getting compared to him all the time. I was looking at the pictures of him in Interview magazine at like New York Fashion Week or whatever. I'm worried about him. I'm just like <laughs> I'm worried of like what's gonna become of him. I like it when they get celebrities, actresses to model. But what I think is so unique about Hunter Schaefer is that she was a model first, yeah. and she never really wanted to act or any and had any of those aspirations, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Remember when we were talking about how like is Rue a bottom or? Oh yes. It's Hunt, uh, Jules is the bottom of the relationship, and uh, Rue is the top. Okay. Yes, I can Rue see that. Rue has much more mask energy. I feel like, yes. No, you're right. And she also kind of neglects um, Jules a lot, right? Yeah. She's like very neglectful to. Uh, right. She does. She doesn't want to, like, she doesn't want to deal with those emotions. That yeah, she doesn't want to confront her. She has ma emotions yeah, and mask how much energy, like mask traits. Yeah. She doesn't, yeah. Manly what, traits. She does. She wants to sort of compartmentalize her addiction and doesn't want to acknowledge how much it's pushing people she loves away. Yeah. Okay, so the, okay, so the play ended. I think it's just like. Wait, that's it. That was it? That was no, a play. Oh, no. Okay. This play like goes over two episodes. Oh. Okay. 
See, I thought it was just going to, they did a play, but it looks like it's bouncing between like the story and the actual play that they're reenacting, right? Yeah. Okay. And then also some like scenes just in the present day or future. Wait, so is this, is this Rue's mom? It is. She just said like, oh, if you want to kill yourself with drugs, it's okay. You can do that. She did. I I don't know. I, I get it, but if if it were my mom, or she'd be like she'd be like I'll kill you before you kill yourself, basically. Right. Yeah. You have to instill fear in your children. You do. So they feel guilty. Exactly. Cuz she's basically telling her just do drugs, like you're just going to die. It's fine. And like that's like the worst thing to tell an addict. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, yeah. Because they, they'll just, if you're addicted to something, you'll just do it. Especially if someone is just giving you, like, is not guilting you or sh- like shaming you at all for doing Children it. need to know that there's, like, actions to the consequence. There's actions to the consequence? Yeah. There's actions to the consequence. Or consequences. Oh, you consequences to the <laughs> actions. <laughs> Damn it. Stupid Gatorade open. Mm. Come on. Oh, yes, I got it open. Thank God. I'm keep, I'm, all the liquids are far away from the sound equipment. Because we're professional. We would never. Paul spilled a huge cold brew on this carpet last week. And I was excited because now I'm like... Oh, perfect. This gives me an excuse to put a new rug on our wedding registry. Exactly. So I was actually happy about that. Actually, before I came here, I bought stuff off your registry, but I won't Wait, tell really? you what oh I, I won't tell you what I bought. I'm so excited. <laughs> I need to add another store to my resume cuz Macy's literally has nothing. It always is either like not available, not non-stock. Yeah. Well, it's just the most their wedding registry thing is like kind of busted. Mm. They, like, have nothing. I mean, it makes sense. They, like, retail while their stores shut down. Okay, so now, where are we in the story? Oops, okay. Ooh, they're in their cheerleaders. Every high school player <gasps> has oh to God. have uh, a cheerleader moment. <sighs> I wanted to be that girl so bad. It's just so, like, I, just because I love the outfits. And I love dance. Right, and you get to like. All I wanted to do is like sexy. jump around and look cute, and dance Although and cheer. The high, the cheerleading outfits at my school were not very attractive. They were like red and white, and mm-hmm. they didn't show skin hardly. The dance team was much more mm-hmm. pivotal at my school. Yeah, ours was as well, but they're kind of opposite. Their outfits were. A little uglier. Mm. They had to like wear long black yoga pants and just jazz shoes. I don't know. Oh, they're licking each other. Ew. Why are they doing that? Because that's what young <laughs> girls do together. No, they don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> How old are they supposed to be? 16, 17? Yeah. Okay. I think they're juniors in high school, I believe. Wow. Okay, so, like, this whole episode has the whole, like, Hamlet catch a killer vibe going on. And that's why I get so annoyed when I, like, hear people say that, like, Shakespeare is 
dead and like we don't need him anymore and that like we could just do five years without Shakespeare and like make well, it's like influenced basically is like the reason why we structure plays and exactly the way we do yeah and like the words that we use the use of irony in action all the time yeah irony um and i just like i i get like i get so annoyed because i'm like working people want to see shakespeare Mm -hmm. yeah i mean everybody wants to see shakespeare exactly Or or else they wouldn't go see it yeah but like these people on like theater Twitter will be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, what it, theater Twitter? Theater Twitter has like the qualities of like gay Twitter, but like ten times worse because it's dealing with the theater. Interesting. That's what but it feels like. I mean, well, maybe I was saying on the same page, I, like annoying. Well, we were talking today. It's really there's something that you cannot capture in language the way. Twitter affects people there is some kind of evil magic um, Twitter has that just makes you hate your friends it's so strange that's why I will never have a Twitter account or following or activity Um, yeah it's so strange although it's comforting for me I love yeah you like to read I I, I do like to read (laughs) okay so Cassie is not Open the door, open the door. Yeah, because... Open the door. Um, what kind Maddie, of friend are you? Maddie's mad at Cassie for, like, sleeping with Nate. Oh, yeah, I remember this episode. You and stole we're my... seeing the conclusion of it. But I wish the... I had a boyfriend t- for somebody to steal when I was this age. Uh, All my boyfriends are gay. I, yeah. I was such a late bloomer in dating. I didn't date till, like, Me college. too. I was such a late bloomer everything like well no i started drinking and smoking at 17 but still that to me is late (laughs) i mean yeah i was i mean i was drinking but i wasn't yeah i wasn't there wasn't wasn't a lot of option yeah Yeah. there wasn't a lot of option to be debaucherous and party yeah Yeah, same debaucherous at my high school and you grew up in like a suburban community, kind I of. Did. There wasn't you couldn't really walk anywhere. No. Yeah, yeah. Same with my didn't high school. Drive. Yeah, I didn't drive. Yeah, I didn't drive till I was eighteen. Yeah. That test is hard. It I failed hard. it two times. I did too. Well. Wait, really? Yeah. No, I failed it one. I failed the driving portion once. Mm-hmm. But then I got on the second try. I know everybody in this audience uh, and during this play is like clenching their buttholes right now because this is just in their seats. They are real. I'm like, gotta get, look at them. They're not happy. (laughs) But like, I thought this was supposed to be the music man. (laughs) Right. Oklahoma. But Hamlet really does live on in this play. Yeah. Or in this show. This episode. Boom, boom. Look at her boobs bouncing, bouncing. Yes, Ooh, girl. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, I saw um, a very unfortunate video of Sydney Sweeney. Uh, she, like, went live on her Instagram oh one no. day because... And she is really young. I think she's... Yeah, I think she's, like, 19 or something. But she was crying because she was going viral on Twitter for being ugly. <laughs> Nice. Which she's obviously not. Like, if somebody was calling me ugly 
huge swaths of people are calling you ugly on Twitter, it's they're probably just jealous because she's gorgeous. Okay, this is not she's Cassie. Not. This is the actress who's playing. No, this is. Her. Okay, this is her. Sorry, but the, the makeup is so different every single time. I forget. <laughs> oh, she's smiling in the mirror. And one single tear falls from her eye. Oh, she's getting it together. Honestly, she's probably Ooh. my favorite actress. So she is. She carries the show. She's my favorite actress in this whole show. Um, I think she's gonna have a like a Tony Collette career. Oh hell yeah! Do you think she's gonna play Madonna? No, Julia Garner is gonna play Madonna. Okay. Yeah, I can she get down She looks with that. so much like her. I think so. Or like I'm down with uh, Julia Gardner or um uh, who Liz Giles. I think oh, that's who Oh, yeah, I, that's right. She's a good singer. Yeah. And a dancer. I don't know about her acting abilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Barbie Ferreira. I I've always been a huge fan of Barbie ever since the beginning. When she became started modeling because of um, American Apparel. Oh, she was an American Apparel model. Yeah, that's kind of how she got started. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she's. I've been following her on Instagram like for years. I think she's like got an amazing look. I just think that as a culture, we need to like hire actors who like are not like acting. They're they're like acting isn't their identity, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we need people who, like, do, like, work in a steel mill. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If you they have the look, you I mean, know? you could... S- yeah. And the energy. Like, a, like, non-actors usually perform... Do well, function well as um, actors. Yeah. Basically, I mean, right? They're, they're actors. They're not... It's not, I, I, don't, I don't like to call them non-actors. Oh, sorry. Because isn't everybody... No offense. Isn't everybody <laughs> an, an actor... Yes, that's that's correct. In their life, yeah. I feel honestly, I feel like, like when we were talking with um, Kyle, like anybody can sing, anybody can act. Right. Yeah. Maybe you don't have the traditional beauty. No. Of like, yeah. of, of but, voice. Yeah. But like, everybody can sing. Well, oh, oh god. Oh my gosh, this is not high school appropriate. <laughs> Damn, I'm disgusting. gonna write a strongly worded letter to that school board this kind of reminds me of the time i played this Nicki minaj song roman's revenge for my mom that's so dramatic because I love that song. because i was like this mom i want you to listen to this song this is my favorite song and it literally is art like this is art this is what i want to do i played it for her like blasting in the car in the most sincere way like non-ironic and it started with Nicki minaj and she was like what is wow. this i think this is atrocious oh no, did you know that um, she was supposed to like sample "I Feel Pretty" on that song? I believe you said "Roman's Revenge." Yeah, yeah. She was supposed to sample "I Feel Pretty." Yeah. Wow. But then the estate wouldn't allow her to have it. And yet, it's still a they, great song. And yet, Ariana Grande did a "I Feel Pretty" cover with seven, oh, six, um, seven rings, five rings. How many rings? Yeah, but it was some. It was um, five golden rings. My favorite things. Oh, okay. Roger Sorry, I got. Excuse me, I got both of those songs mixed up. Right. Um. Well, okay, I, I would just like to say there are laws about nudity on stage in different states, and I don't think anybody would let a high school do nude nudity or even partial nudity. Is there really I a law about nudity on stage? I think in some states there is. Wow. But. And most pe- I feel like most people just get away with it because no one cares. Like, whatever. Oh, because I guess it's like public. 
mm-hmm. indecency, public it's nudity. Not, yeah, kind of like those old like public indecency laws that nobody yeah. really cares about. But you get like oh god, you can get around it with like oh my gosh, no, I don't want to see. Ew, this is <laughs> so. I mean, this really makes my skin crawl. If my child was watching this and I just happened to walk in, I would feel so awkward. But Eric Dane is a daddy. Yeah, he's. A <gasps> <gasps> oh, oh it's the guy. It's Jacob Alor- Alor- Ador- yeah, it's, it's Nate. Oh, it's Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I keep calling him by his, uh, his real name. So it's Nate. Wait, yes. was that just a dream though? Is he gay? He's like bi, I think. Which I know you have. Dasha, don't rip up the pillow. Oh my gosh. Oh, she's burning. She, she's she's burning. She's making her nest. Okay, good for her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's like a she literally is like making a nest like a little bird. Um, no, okay, so J- uh, <laughs> Nate Jacobs. Yeah. Is that his name? Okay, yeah. that's why I get mistaken because Nate Jacobs, Jacob Alordi, I don't know which one is Jacobs. too many Jacob in there. Um, no. Yeah, I, so he's bi? Do we know for sure? Or I mean, he's been fucking girls and... And guys? Yeah. Okay. So he's just selfish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he is well, um, actually, like he didn't, evil like, perverts. He didn't fuck a guy. But he did like watch his dad's sex tapes. Mm. So now he's with, like, just... Trans women. So now, interesting. So it sounds like maybe his dad was kind of like pervy or something like filming him. So now he's also. And didn't Nate Jacobs also make a uh, like sex tape with one of these girls? No. Not yet. The one that he is talking about, I think the one that you're thinking of Mm -hmm. is the one that his dad filmed of him, of the dad with Jules. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jules didn't know that she was being filmed. And, like, Nate was holding that over her. I like how a lot of these... Okay, so something is very significant about this purple dress. I forget what it is specifically, but apparently this dress that she's wearing is a vintage relic from, like, 1914 or something. And it was made by a specific designer that was very famous um she needs more energy more passion oh is this is this lexi um directing everybody yeah backstage oh, oh god oh my god i always Ugh. used to love hanging out in the side dressing rooms backstage that shit was fun taking selfies in the mirror we like used to climb up all the way to the um what are they called not the rafters but the like the catwalk yeah cool and we used to just like hang out basically in the ceiling and like (laughs) behind the drywall essentially Uh, i hate the catwalks i well i don't like heights once again danger dangerous um activity dangerous hobby dangerous career to have Okay, What's Up by Labyrinth is playing. Who's this guy that looks like Dracula? <laughs> Look at all these men. Who, wait, men who's this tights. little... Who's this guy? That's um, the guy who is dating the, the actor. The guy 
is uh, dating oh, Barbie Ferreira's okay. character. Okay, yes, yes. Hmm, this show really makes you think, like, what is a play? What's a performance and what is not? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, because it's all just, like, blending together. I like this tableau, though, with all of the guys walking around. And I know. I mean, talk about bromance and, like... Yeah. Uh, they're trying to get under Nate's skin. Ugh. Don't say gay. <laughs> Hold on, I'm having some weird feedback. Oh, is my is my mic too loud? Like, pull it away. How about now? Ooh. Wait, hold on. Okay, it stopped. Okay. Okay, phew. I was just I was experiencing some weird like feedback. Um, we ambient. can. We can edit it out if yeah. we need to. I'll, I'll learn a new trick or two. I know. We're. I mean, we're using a new recording device. Yeah. Thank God. Shout out to um, Paul, I know. who literally, when civilization collapses, is going to rebuild everything. I know. Because we could not get those batteries out of the Zoom recorder. That was amazing. He just literally pulled those batteries out like no problem. Well, who would have thought to get like a, a little knife thing i don't know what he used but i don't either it looked like a knife yeah um okay so what so chloe cherry how is she involved with angus cloud's character she's like been hanging around this guy who sells drugs and she's like holding holding up that's why what what? when you say like holding (laughs) up like when you're like someplace you're holding what, up what, holding up the drugs or ho- like no like you're just like staying somewhere but that's like, yeah the sleeping on the hold, couch holding up no i don't think i never heard that but okay no i think no, you're hold- i don't think that's what you're it holding is. you're posting up posting like i'm hold up you're soliciting <laughs> i don't know she just okay she needs a place to stay she's staying yes, with angus with, cloud yeah with fez yes and then and there's ashtray Oh, wow. Ooh, sinister. Oof. All right, if I, if, okay, if, if I ever, like, walked around like that in front of, like, other guys um, with my boyfriend and, or with my fiance and, like, the same, my, he would just be like, um, can you please put some clothes on, for God's sake? <laughs> right. We're around company. I know. We're dignified around oh. here. Okay. And oh, she saved him the best seat in the house. Aw. Cute. And it's all going to be fucked up because of this guy. Yeah, get out of here. Run oh, along. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, li- this is literally the Claudio catch the king. It is moment because they're gonna get nate to like are they singing holding out for a hero oh okay ah oh oh god no ew no what the heck why are all these adults cheering (laughs) they're like simulating gay sex yeah i'm like rue over here like uh also nate jacobs doesn't have any lips sorry girl he doesn't (laughs) It's really... Well, just his mouth is, like, face or shaped weird. 
Wow. There's too much there's too much gyrating. <laughs> Ooh. The lip syncing. Wow. This kind of reminds me of um did your high school ever do like the male beauty pageant? Nope. Oh, oh we did. no. Actually, did you ever did you ever go to um the uh you went to like the thespian conferences and no. see that's what we we did the male beauty pageant at the conferences. In the hotel room? At like the um like event space where you oh, were in the hotel. I thought it was like a no, no, it was like a huge event. Like, like everyone spo- it was sponsored by the thespian. Yeah, conference. it was oh, a huge cool. event. Wow. The oh my okay epilepsy warning a lot of oh no don't get it and i'm just please no, don't. It, no it's not while no. we're not while we're high no, and watching <laughs> euphoria how are you feeling i feel great me too yeah i i think i dosed myself just perfectly oh god i really did because i was like oh if it's too little then i'm gonna want to take more and then i usually take too much or i don't I take too much or to begin with and then I get mad. Oh. But yeah, it's a dosage thing. It's just like you have to hit that perfect dosage. Gosh, this is okay, this is a long number. She's like that mom is like that's like cheering them on. She's like the, okay, the I don't ever, even the, like the stage mom. Yeah, that we all saw. Yeah, but uh, in that character, that character, she's like a crusty, dusty alcoholic mom. I don't believe that she would go to extra mile to come to her kids play. Right. You know, well, like. Well, their dad is out of the picture, so I think that uh, the mom feels like she has to like step up. Well, she's not very good at it. She's <laughs> like calling all the kids like skanks and whores. It's like, very <laughs> a lot. It's. Or maybe yeah. she. Or maybe she like, just like believes in. <laughs> direct well, honesty well, or do do we know what her the her background is did her husband i have no idea and now she's mad that the dad's not in the picture is that it i have i have no idea well, Maybe. i would like some explanation we need to get jeremy o'harris on the pod I know, seriously to talk about this all right so nate is leaving Oh, he because just can't deal with the homophobia. Wait, because are they insinuating that he's gay? They are, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I would probably oh be God. embarrassed. What this this next part's so funny. She looks like a person from Xenon, the sequel, or the girl of the twenty first century. Wait, who does? The stage manager oh, lady with yeah. the green makeup. Wait, he's saying it's homophobic. Yeah. Wait, was it though? No, it was actually more pro. Exactly. Everybody was clapping. Exactly. We're not laughing at you. We're we're laughing with you. Because you're gay, you know? It might have. I mean, yeah. I mean, like we said earlier, like he's probably like using homophobia to like hide the fact of how he truly feels. His character, like, you still can't pinpoint what his, like, really, what is his motive? He's just a closet homosexual, so he has to feel like he has to overcompensate. 
It might be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it just ended. So now we're, we're going to the very last that. episode. We're the finale. Okay, so the finale, we come back and we're like post the the play has ended, right? Or the play still continues. The play still continues. Oh, to it's be still going. Do you want to pause so that we can like? Are you like feeling hungry at all? Or? No, I'm good. Uh, do you want to pause? I think so. Okay, let's pause really quick. Do I press this button? Yes. Okay, we're back. All right, we're back. Had to take an intermission. No. Eat a Dorito. No. I mean, that's what. It, that, that's the best thing about doing edibles is. You're eating. No. <laughs> that's that is true. That is true. The they're they're really like good. Like act, they taste really good too. The place I go to, everything in there tastes. Like it's a little dangerous because literally everything tastes like candy. Yeah, it's it, everything. All of their drinks and everything. It tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Mm. It's absolutely dangerous. Well, that pita chip that I just ate tasted really good too. It's just it's a, everything's a flavor <laughs> explosion. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, no, I had my um, Gatorade and my my watermelon. So we are continuing on season two, episode eight. So this is the final episode of the latest season of euphoria yeah and this is the episode where like the play all culminates and it ends the play is still going on i thought it was only one episode where they did a little play and no the theater is kind of like yeah it's underscoring basically basically both of these episodes yeah okay now that makes sense um it's just very like again like the surrealism Mm -hmm. is just trips me up sometimes but no, it it looks great. It looks great. Everyone's doing a great job. All right, let's um get this show, get on, this the show on the road. Okay. Okay, so all right, we're still at the funeral flashback. No, this oh, is no, no, we're Fez's not. house. Okay. But what And he's about to go to the show. Oh, but okay. That, that okay. guy is like with the cops. So he's about to turn them in and something bad's gonna oh, happen. Oh no. I I know what's gonna happen. You spoil. I mean, you told me because I, I asked. Did, I yeah. asked you, but I basically know what's going to happen. It's going to happen so soon. I mean, there's going to be a tension build up. There's gonna, okay. It's going to build up to the big moment. Mm-hmm. So Lexi likes Angus Cloud, right? Fez. Yeah, Fez. I, I don't call people by their character. It doesn't. I mean, <laughs> I, know, I go in between. Know. Jacob Alordi, Nate Jacobs. Who, oh, no, she dropped a glass. <gasps> what? Why she's so smart because now she's going to. Is she she's stalling? No. No, something's happening. We don't know yet. She's telling him to like be quiet because the, the cops, cops are coming. Are, yeah. <gasps> they're recording. He's recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's recording the conversation for the police. Is that outside? It is. Oh, wow. Whoa. Crazy. Not for us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. What, what are you talking about? Mm. Da, 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 da. Okay, he's what his he's always oh, got the recorder in his hand. Wait, no, it's a gun. Wait, what is it? It's a knife. <gasps> oh no. Oh no. Are they gonna fight? 
look at her. She's so natural on screen. Like, just very, just perfect amount of subtlety. It would be great if she went on to become like a distinguished actor. She is. You can tell. She's got talents. But she's very young in her. In her of career. course, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Mm. Oh my gosh. He just stabbed him. Oh no. Okay, now we're going back to the play. Oh no. Still okay, now now it's a fight scene. Oh this so they're killing him because he's a he's working with the police, right? Yeah, and they're trying to like keep him quiet so that the police don't hear oh, it. My, but it's gonna be too late, right? Um the police are on their way. Right. Go, 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 get out of there. Somebody's I should just watch the last episode of every <laughs> Euphoria season. Right. Just to have everything wrap up. Oh, gosh. Right. Everything's an ending. Oh, gosh. Ew. Do you not like gore? Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's just a lot of blood. Okay. Oh, God. Where's he going? 7-Eleven cup. Oh, he's. Okay, don't don't just put it in the soda. Like, put it in, like, the blender. Like, break it in half. Okay. I think they'd be really cute together, like Lexi um, and Lexi Fez. Because yeah. yeah, cause, yeah. They're two. Very they like each other. Yeah. yeah. She likes him. I think they complement each other very well. Yeah, they. Yeah, they're very cute. And I love duality. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, cereal sounds so good right now. I know. I don't have any, sadly. It's okay. But what would you eat if you could? Um, if I could, I don't know. I I just like saw cereal on the screen and I was like, oh my god, that does. Yeah, no. If I would eat, probably a chocolate cake. I had this really good lava cake at this Italian restaurant I went to with my friend. Mm. It was perfect. Oh yeah, I saw so that. That good. Uh, Insta post you made. Ugh, it was so good. Uh, we'll go to Mia Francesca's tomorrow. I'm so it's excited. Just like, oh, it's just my favorite place. Never had a bad meal there, except that one time. But <laughs> they were you struggling. And you <laughs> they were them. they were struggling. Their business was struggling. Um, Are they good yeah. now? Yeah, they're they're great now. They've got they've got it all together. But oh my god, Little House on the Prairie. I used to watch this as a kid. It looks so comforting. It is. Maybe I'll start watching it. I mean, living without a dishwasher. My you life literally basically. are Little House on the Prairie. I am Laura Ingalls Wilder. Are you going to start writing books? No. No. <laughs> I There was a girl that I knew in elementary school who literally just like sat on the bus and read Little House on the Prairie. Shout out to her. I hope she's doing good. Well, no, so she was a oh. she was annoying. Oh, just I kidding. knew her. Just she was kidding. she was in the theater department oh. in my high school. Oh. But I do hope she's doing well. Yeah. I well, don't the, the, want anybody um, to, <laughs> to do horrible. Oh, yes. Um. Yeah, we don't want people to do horrible. Um. Uh, I like the um cheerleading outfits on the show. It does remind me of my old cheerleading uniform. Mm. Um. But except I wasn't like a cool obviously cheerleader they all hated me and i hated them so <laughs> they just i was uh, 
I just didn't fit mm, in, sadly. Felt, but it was, it was almost like you were kind of one with each other. Yeah. The uh, mutual I just, hatred. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. And I don't know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to perform like. We all do. But they, I was, a, I was like basically the understudy. So I was the alternate. The understudy. Uh, oh. I was the alternate. So I literally had to team. sit. I lit, I had to sit on the bleachers every single game and oh, watch. And Mind you, I'm 15 years old. Oh. 15 years old, and I'm an alternate, and I have to sit there every single game and watch all the other girls perform while I just sit there with the coach and cross my fingers, hope someone breaks their ankle. <laughs> Did you ever have to go on? Uh, I They let me go and cheer with them a couple times, but I was mostly like plan B. Um, so you can imagine how that is traumatize me yeah <laughs> it just should be illegal to have alternates on junior varsity like it's not practical right. you should be forced to like if you break your leg you should be forced to cheer yeah you should just the show must go on i mean uh, exactly well that's we a difference know. well that's a difference between um uh theater and no like um co- like collegiate um like oh. co- and high school cheerleading and all-star cheerleading if you're if you do all-star cheerleading it's like the actual sport the actual like the show cheer mm. on netflix oh yeah, yeah and that's more like gymnastics and in more intense oh my god lexi's gonna kill her oh no <laughs> wait no maddie no no cassie cassie oh cassie's gonna kill her yeah cassie's gonna kill lexi oh, or she no. wants to she literally looks like um that who's that Chris from Carrie, the girl, the blonde girl who like wants to pour the blood on Carrie. That's what she looks like right now. Oh, oh yeah, she does. she does. I'm saying she. She's literally acting like Serena de Bergerac right now. She really is. Walking She's in, like, trips in, about I to interrupt. Yeah. She's shutting this production down right now. Well, because she lost Nate. Yeah. Who literally, she lost her best friend Maddie over. Yeah, that's true. Oh, those tits. Oh, my God. Of course, it's like in slow motion. Dear God. Our life. No. I love the playbill. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, nice touch. Okay. (gasps) Oh. Oh, she's walking onto the stage? Oh, she's like, is she like really stopping this the whole show? I mean, she feels it in her bones, this visceral assault that Arto mm-hmm. is like trying to get at. Mm-hmm. And she's she, like, holy shit, like I'm about to like bring it all down. Mm-hmm. I love this scene because it's like, well, 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 little Lexi looks like you got what you wanted. Isn't that right? Like it is giving me like yeah. those kind of that yeah. kind of energy. It's giving me like, listen here, you little twerp. Nobody is nobody like you is gonna get away with something like this. So listen to what I have to say. Have I got a story for you? <laughs> is this a part of the play? Is this podcast part of the play? It's part of the play. The part the play of life. Mm-hmm. 
oh i had like this crazy realization the other day about podcasting gen generally as a form mm -hmm. and i was thinking about a lot of what most podcasts are about aside from the topical themes um are the form to me is about um audio plat a platonic intimacy it is when you listen to people on podcasts and conversations it's based in friendship it's all about just like platonic connection we're here to do this and talk about this and then it's over and yeah. i just feel like no other form is able to replicate that kind of pure french platonic relationship documenting like nothing else can sort of capture that sort of that energy yeah. and especially when you hear people being so intimately and like casual and candid in your ears and you, you don't see any of it it is just it's very it really touches you like to me all my favorite podcasts are about not just like the things they talk about but they're about like friendship you know what i'm saying like yeah they are like car crash yeah and i th yeah, exactly <laughs> and i feel yeah i feel like all podcast all the best podcasts are able to capture platonic intimacy and it's like a narrative of a time in our life mm -hmm. that like we'll get to look back on too and be like oh shit like that's how my yeah, life i don't i don't know point. if i want to listen to any <laughs> i mean no, i probably I will, will but I it, will. i'm glad that it's there for posterity yeah yeah our children can come back and look at this. <laughs> well, and you never know if you're going to like capture something like so funny that you were never expecting. And then, right. you know, it's on, it's recorded. So. Yeah. Okay. So now she's on stage fighting. This, this is not. Oh, okay. Now, involved. okay. Now they're, now it's a fight. Yes. See, this is what um, we wanted at King exactly. James the other day. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, whenever Cassie and Maddie get in a fight, it's always like, you're the you're the cunt, you're the cunt, you're the cunt. Fingers waving everywhere. Right. Somebody Nobody has like good comebacks anymore. To, has anyone gotten like a cat fight yet? No, I think we're about to see. I'm ready, it. I'm ready for a wig to fly off that stage okay i'm sure th if this really happened i feel like the adults would like start to get up and like, shut everything down yeah oh wait no the mom is on stage yes but she's not doing a good job no oh oh my gosh Oh my gosh that see this is exactly what arto was looking for he mm -hmm. wanted that like he wanted people to like wrestle in the theater, like because they were so moved by what they were seeing. Yeah. Because it's like it's coming from this primal place. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could say like the people were very visceral in the play that we saw yes or last night. Right. People were reacting, being very vocal in the audience. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my god, no. Oh, I would hate to shoot this. You have to They're like running around in like these little tiny kitten heels. That's these shoes look like a pain to ru to run in. 
Oh no, she's got her. <laughs> she took her. Maddie took her shoes off. Okay. I hate that oh their names all end in E. Yeah. Maddie, Cassie, Lexi. Yeah. We need variation on names. That's why I can't keep them straight. You know. See, the stage manager fucked up. They should, yeah. like, a stage manager would, like, shut that down. Yeah, definitely. Immediately. Because that is dangerous if people are There's my doing friend Connor. Oh, sh- shout out to Connor. Yes. Shout out to Connor. He looks great. <laughs> He's Congrats. booked and busy. He's booked and busy. <laughs> okay, okay. So now we're in Rue's house. We're in Elliot's house. Oh, Elliot's house. Oh, this is the... Um, the song that one what what so where did he come from he was a boy that rue met at a new year's eve party okay and they did drugs together and that was like the time that like drew like broke her sobriety mm-hmm. wow Wh- what's his name again Elliot. Okay, Elliot. He, that actor is dating Hunter Schaefer in real right, life. Right, I knew that. He is really cute. I don't like his acting in this. No. Well, I it, don't he, think he's, he's a, a singer. Because he's a singer, I feel like they... Because obviously, he does look like a Euphoria character. Obviously. Right. He has like that perfect look, but I just his performance is not impressive to me. <laughs> And are they romantically entwined or they're just friends? They're just drug friends? I think they're just friends, yeah. Yeah. I think he feels really bad that he got mm-hmm. Rue back on drugs. Mm-hmm. And then he writes this cheesy song. Oh, he's about to sing a song? Yeah. Oh, no. I hate it when they do the, like this plot device. Have they sang this before? No. Oh, no. Wait, did they sing on the show before? I don't think so. I think in the finale of season one they did mm-hmm. with, like, Rue when it literally goes to, like, surrealist. Mm-hmm. The surrealist zone that it goes into. So weird. All right, this scene is taking forever. Hey, it he's it gonna, is taking forever. Okay, he's starting to sing. Oh, can I play you something? Yeah, can I? This, it seems like this always start like this. It's always like, can I play you something? It's just a little ditty I wrote <laughs> while I was thinking about you. No, you mm-hmm. can't play it for me. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unless it's like a really, really beautiful song. Building you a rocket up to outer space. Okay. <laughs> he does have a really pretty voice, though. Okay. I wonder if he wrote this song himself. He probably Probably, did. yeah. Wow. Okay, Little Star. Madonna has a song called Little Star, and it's so good. What album? Um, Ray of Light. Wow, that's a good one. It really is. When is the Madonna biopic supposed to come out? 2023? 2024, maybe? That's pretty fast. I still... Oh, yeah, it is 2022, isn't it? Yeah. I got... The, the years are flying. I want to go to the Madonna boot camp. What do I have to do? Where do I sign up? I know. Do I have to sell what my soul to the devil? I'm, like? I'm ready. 
I have my DeLuca's right. at hand. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is something. This, this song that Wait, he's did they just say a couple sinners making fun of hell? <laughs> yes, they did. Oh my gosh. You know, listen, Josh, they're just a couple of sinners making fun making of hell. Making their way through the world. Yeah. <sighs> Nobody wants yeah. that. That's so true. But honestly, this does sound. This gives you the feeling that this is sort of like one of those songs you would listen to when you were a teen that was like really corny and probably right, by like some pop punk band. What are we talking about? Matchbox 20, 20 today? Yeah, and like 21 Pilots. and No, not 21 Pilots. I know, but like that was for, for me. Oh, that's right. I mean, I didn't Wait, love no. 21 Pilots, but yeah. like they wrote that kind of like... Mm -hmm like indie music that like if you were slightly emo you would listen to is 21 pilot well something else we were talking about today christian Th does rock. is 21 pilots christian rock it gives me christian rock vibes it does yeah but i don't think they are no i mean i think that they're labeled as pop but i think like christians really love 21 mm -hmm. pilots i can i can see that yeah Okay, he's still singing. He has great eyes. Yeah, he does like have really pretty like eyes. They draw me in. Okay, keeps he's still singing. <laughs> okay, and she's crying because it's so beautiful. She's got great skin. Look at that, perfectly moisturized. Is she wearing makeup? Like not like no, I mean she has to wear some makeup. She to be on yeah, camera. I think I think her looks like they did put a little color on her lip and they did her eyebrows and they yeah. obviously probably put um maybe some like tinted moisturized very light color. She's a very pretty girl. Look gorgeous. I wish that she could do m like more. I mm -hmm. think like she's, I think she's getting stuck. Yeah, she's actor. had an interesting career so far. Because that movie that she did with Denzel Washington's son... Right. L ...went nowhere. Yeah. I thought she was good in... Um, what's it called? Spider-Man. Yeah. But she played basically plays... Like, mm -hmm. a version of Rue. On yeah. that show, or on that film, too. Okay, and you know you're the one who said we couldn't be together... Wait, we can't be. They can be together. I, I think Elliot said that they couldn't be together. Oh, okay. And now she's thinking about him at the play. There's Connor. Oh, shout out to Connor once again. <laughs> well, he looks great. Um, is that like a trans person that's sitting behind him? I don't know. It looks like a it trans person. It looks like it. Yeah. The show just has a great representation. It does. <laughs> okay. Doesn't she look like she's from Xenon? The stage manager? Yeah. Yeah, she does. It's like she looks like she's going to the Protozoa concert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that was going to be the future when I was a kid watching that movie. Right. I really thought I'd just like be zooming in space, but that's fine. 
Yeah, I mean Elon Musk and I would say that Jeff Bezos are zoom zoom zooming all over <laughs> space. <laughs> well, I would say that um the fashion now is very futuristic, just like the deconstructed, like subversive. Everything's cut out. Like all of the tank tops on Euphoria are all cut out. There's holes in various places. Or neon is kind of making a comeback. And neon, yeah, shiny, and it, most of it is like strappy straps and holes and slashes in various places on your body that are exposing your skin and um i just think it's it's over like I, it's i feel like it's that's a trend that needs to die like i love what lexi is wearing right now she's kind of wearing this cute corset thing mm-hmm. but i feel like we've gotten to a point in club wear and uh street wear where like the slashes the holes in every tank top needs to go Right, we need to get back to like a, not necessarily like a modest, but right, but like chic, like a chic, chic sporty, chic yes, sporty, yeah. yes. Like you can have fun, mm-hmm. but you need to like. Well, because if you have a lot of holes in your tank top, there's ample opportunity for something to get caught. Yeah. In your hole in your t-shirt or your pants or something yeah you get snagged on some somebody and then your tank top flies right off or like that one tank top that this girl was wearing where it was this weird corset that's that has all all these ribbons Mm -hmm. and like it's tied to her there's it's asking for trouble (laughs) somebody could easily like snag one of your ribbons or straps or something Okay, so Lexi, is, what is she doing now? She's giving the cast a pep talk before they go back up there. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the energy you need. Yeah. That can-do attitude to really do mm-hmm. theater. It takes pure human will <laughs> to build those sets mm-hmm. and to put yourself on the platform to be judged. Sorry, we were experiencing some technical difficulties. That's oh, that's they, a cute that's dress. What, that's what they all say. We're expecting. Yeah. Or we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Well, Life is a technical difficulty. I know. Tell me about it. We had so many technical difficulties today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And she is saying sorry to the audience. I stopped the show. I'm sorry. I wrote this play about everybody sometimes people do need to get their feelings hurt (laughs) she said sometimes people need to get their feelings hurt well that's a little rude (laughs) okay so now she's gonna do something mean again Uh oh something bad is gonna happen oh Oh, yep here here comes here comes oh god this is like this is like freaking out like the theater is the artifice and this is Mm -hmm. the reality Yes, I think that's what these past two episodes basically have been about. Yeah, the performance is the artifice, and like, and we're like pinning up and like comparing and contrasting the reality, I guess. <laughs> okay, and the police are on their way. But we're what's so beautiful about like art, generally speaking, is that like the reality seeps into the artifice. Mm-hmm. Like you see slivers and flashes of, of reality yeah, of reality the, in the art and then you're like oh shit yeah <laughs> like of the eternal yeah 
Hold on. Okay, so he's gonna put himself up. Yeah, he's he's gonna cover for this guy. Are they really brothers? No, No. I think Ash is like adopted. Yes, but they were all raised by their grandma. Right. Okay. The that blood does not look right. I think it's the lighting. It must be. Okay, what is he, what is he doing? He's Oh, there was a gun in the washing machine. <laughs> just washing my gun. <laughs> you know. Um I just love to wash my gun. Well, you got to keep it shiny, right? Yes, yes. And you Of course. Yeah. Kind of a dangerous place to store a gun cuz like what if someone turns on the washing machine and then the gun like Fires, explodes? Yeah. Okay, oh, so Chloe Cherry is mm. expecting the police <laughs> to come. She's expecting the police oh no. just to come over for some tea. Oh, what else has he got in that dryer? What the hell? They oh, wait, a he, wait, this is another gun? Don't and use <laughs> that washer and dryer. Oh my, yeah, you're probably right. They just probably keep all their weapons in the washer and dryer. He's really... Oh. He really, oh my gosh. He, like, took all of, all of those weapons out of the washer. Chloe Cherry needs to do a horror movie next. Oh, my gosh, yes. Bring I back would the love dumb that. blonde uh, Okay, if I, if I had money to produce a horror movie, I would absolutely cast Chloe as, like, my final girl. Oh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it would be a slasher, and she'd be, like, running and screaming, then she has to kill somebody in the end to save herself. It would be amazing. Oh, yeah. We're making it happen. Well, <laughs> we're going to manifest it with yeah. this podcast. Yes. Oh, no, he's crying. Oh. Do you like to watch men cry? Because I sometimes do. Um, I never thought about it before. It's like you want to, like, take care of them. You know, it's like this impulse to take care of them. I guess. I don't know. Because you're really not used to seeing a man cry. Because really, you, you really don't want to see a man cry. I I do. I, well, also... But you also want a man to be tough and like... I don't know. I never really thought about it like that deep. But I will say Paul is a huge crier. He cries at oh. like commercials. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But like I love seeing a man cry because then it like it, it feeds on my impulse to take care. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand that. Yeah. Oh, you, you just need a cup of warm milk. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, what is she doing staring at the door? She needs to run away, right? She should, yeah. But maybe it's like a time is slowing down and she like can't. Right, yes, yes. And Nate's going to go. I don't okay. want to spoil oh it for you. Well, I know what's going to happen. Or do I not? I, re- I don't something know. Something I need to know. I mean, Nate's going to like turn in his father to the police. He's going to knock people over with that gigantic chin of his <laughs> <laughs> okay and he's walking into this warehouse oh this uh pervy guy he's like a sex predator right yeah oh but eric dane is such a daddy he is really attractive okay that's goes, his dad yeah, and he goes yeah to right a very like vulnerable place in this show 
Wow. Interesting. Wow, what a lame hangout this is. It's just like a bunch of naked girls and a random guy and a well, cat. I think or, it's like his... Is his, it orgy or yeah, what is I think this? it's like his gay male friends. Uh, okay. This... Uh, okay, so he's, <laughs> he's having a sex party here and this looks so uncomfortable for a sex party because it's like a construction site yeah it's his <laughs> it's his construction site i feel like yeah you would get a lot of blisters but i feel like i wonder if that happens more often than we think that like there are like weird sex gatherings in like working class construction places you know yeah i think i wonder if it happens more i think people think. like it yeah i can see that I don't know what people do especially if you ha are like gay in a small town like that you know that is true and you like you have to keep to it hide. a secret yeah. yeah so you go mm -hmm. behind the behind the shed <laughs> in the ditch <laughs> yeah or like in a, a stump at, at, the, at, the, at the industrial site you yeah. go and you maybe that's a porno that i need to i need to write Oof. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. Between like <laughs> with gay men. Yeah. I don't think I could make a straight no. porno. Well, maybe I could. <laughs> no, knowing me, I would probably make like I would set out to make like some fancy, high quality, like highbrow erotic film. Yeah. And then I. It's the only way. And then it just turns into. And people are just like, no, it's a porno. Like the like yeah, like knowing me, I'd be like, room. it's not a porno. Okay, it's an erotic film, you yeah. know. Uh, you just don't see the art. In yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Okay. And okay, so um, Nate Jacobs is confronting his dad, and he's like, "Dad, <laughs> I can't believe that you're a homo. That you're also, and <laughs> you made sex tapes, and I found them, and I was traumatized." How dare you? Um, wow. Well, that looks like a singer. That that blonde guy I right think there. So he looks like a pop singer. Nate Jacobs is really crashing this sex party. He really and he's is. like he's like doing this monologue in front of all these. If you're gonna crash, party guests. yeah. If you're gonna crash a sex party, you just gotta join in. Don't stop the fun. <laughs> I would love to be like one of those girl, one of these girls in this scene that are just like sitting on the table saw and it's like, oh, this is awkward. Guess I'll get up now. That looked like it was fun. I'm not proud of the person I've been, he says. I know I've hurt you. Why did you do it, Dad? Hmm. Okay, he tried to keep it separate. It's like, no, once you film something... It's people, it's going to get into somebody's hands. Yeah. Okay, so their father and son are coming together. They're telling each other they love each other. Mm. Okay, wow. Okay, so he's apologizing. Nate Jacobs is still mad. There's nothing more. There's nothing yet. He regrets more. His lip is quivering. He's going to kiss him no he no he's not accepting his apology oh shit he's got a gun 
Oh, no. Oh, he wants revenge. Wow, this is extremely dramatic. Wow. It's almost kind of Oedipal in a way. It is. Oh, no. Wait. He wants revenge. He's going to kill. What else has he got? What is that? It's oh, the, it's the USB with a sex tape on it. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, I love this scene. He's like, hmm, funny little, uh, <laughs> funny sex tape you got here. Would be a shame if somebody gave it away to somebody. <laughs> uh oh. Did he call the police on he him? He did. <gasps> wow. That's going to be so fun on season three when we have to, like, witness the Eric Dane in prison yeah. arc. Nate, don't do this. Don't do it, Nate. I'm begging you. You know, honestly, Eric Dane probably just doesn't want to do the show anymore. Mm, that's true. Sometimes that happens. And that's, and we'll Has he been on every episode? Um, I don't he's think like coming and out. But he's definitely a major. I um I read some character. or I I skimmed some unflattering articles online about the filming of Euphoria and how it like the filming went on for way too long. Like they on they ran behind schedule. Yeah, uh, people were walking out. I can see that. But honestly, that happens all the time. Exactly. And they can't complain too much because it's like this show hasn't made them all like super famous. Yeah. It's like obviously that unorganization paid off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I can't relate. So. Uh, Okay. Put your hands behind. Okay. You're arrested. Okay. They're arresting him. Wow, he's finally seeing his day, going to the big house. I hope he has fun with the his cellmates. I'm sure he'll. Yeah, he's <laughs> Some fun. yeah. Yeah. You Some make fun. you make you make boyfriends and girlfriends really quick. Oh yeah. People have like told me, like when you go to prison, you just people like will, will latch onto you. Okay, so okay. Well, because, like, prison is, like, another form of society. Yeah, well, they, yeah. Much like a, much like a school is. Yeah. Another form of society. Okay, so the SWAT team showed up at Fez's house. Oh, my God. Okay, so, that, yeah, obviously that guy is already dead. Is she playing dead? No, she's getting arrested. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Is she lying on the floor? She's about to be arrested. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought she was like pretending to be dead. Okay, is he gonna kill himself? Oh no! You know what? I know what's gonna happen. You told me. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! There's a child in there. For God's sakes! Oh no! Why, oh no! Why does he think that they care if there's a kid? I don't know. Like, I don't know how these things work. This is so, I mean, is it really that bad that they need the whole, like, SWAT team to, like, bust in? Like, I guess because it's, like, on. international drug cartel. Oh, it's international? I think so, maybe. <sighs> oh. Well, okay, so, oh, God, he got shot. Ash, <gasps> Ash shot him. <gasps> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Okay, so, wow. That's really unfortunate. Okay, so Ash just shot Fez accidentally because he thought from behind the door that the police were shooting it. Wow. 
That is really, really dramatic. Wow. Okay, this is a good scene. I'm actually, my, my heart is racing. I, I, I really like this scene. It's like on par with like Breaking Bad. It is, yeah. This, this scene gives, yeah, it, it gives me Breaking Bad. Did you watch Breaking Bad? No. Well, I've seen a couple episodes. I another another show I kind of just watched in the background as right. it was happening. Oh my gosh, they're shooting so much. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh my god. All right, now you know what? I'm actually kind of sad. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> they he just didn't know he accidentally shot him. Oh my god. Life is a tragedy. Uh, <laughs> I feel. I feel like with every show you watch, like every like dramatic show you watch, like at the end you're just like, Ugh, it's just Tragic. like it's broken, just like a broken society. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every wow. society has to be broken. Mm -hmm. It's just. Because humans, humans are social and creatures. And yeah, and like they humans are fallible. fallible. Yeah. Oh my god, you said it at the same time. Sounds like there's <laughs> always going to be problems. Okay, so Fez is dead now, right? No. Oh, okay. Does he live? I think so. He can't go so soon in the no, franchise. No. Honestly, give him a spinoff. Yeah. What about we were part of the Euphoria spinoff? That's what I'm saying. Okay, this is my plan. Okay, you're the gay guy who transfers from Kansas City, and everyone's like, "Ooh, he's from Kansas City. Like, we, where, where's that?" <sighs> and you're like, and then <gasps> you, oh my god, <gasps> oh, oh, shit! The little kid shot the police officer. Oh no. Now he's, is he going to realize he shot Fizz? I don't, I. Oh no, oh they're going to, are the, they going to the kill him? The religious music. <gasps> no. No. Is it going to be a cliffhanger? I don't think so. I was in the hall when you died. Oh no, now we're back to the funeral. This is so depressing. Oh. Wow. Wow. The one thing that I do think Euphoria does well mm -hmm. is like the lack of perspective that young people have about like history in the world and art. I think that it captures yeah. that well. They're pretty naive. Like yeah. all the characters are very naive and, and generally and ignorant. Yeah, and it's the fault mm -hmm. of like the adults because they're the yeah. ones that are driving the car. Oh yeah, I think that's very on point. Like, and that's actually at least how I approach it. All of these kids, you know, have very um, negligent parents. Yeah. Cause it's like it's your parents job to like teach you morality and like prepare yeah. prepare you for the world or and if you go into the world not knowing like yeah. the harsh realities of it then like 
and having like perspective, then like, yeah, it's going to be overwhelming. And like young people are like so overwhelmed. None of these parents seem like they give their kids any structure or at no. least any guidelines no. or what they should do. It's like you need the structure to rebel against the structure, but like there's literally no structure. So like they have no, no ref- reason nothing to, to reference from. Yeah. yeah. Like at least like parents, some parents give their kids religion. Like this is almost like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> How so? Well, it's just like kids. Oh yes, like, a Lord of the Flies. From they the high have school. their yes. they have their own like society. Yeah. And the the parents are just living in it. <laughs> yeah. It's just Rue's world and Rob's. But I mean, like, that's yeah. how Save the Bell is. You know, it's a student run practically. I mean, Mr. Belding's there, but it's really just. Okay, but Saved by the Bell is so wholesome. I know. I think Save by the Bell laid the groundwork for Euphoria. That's true. <laughs> it is like the anti uh, Save the Bell, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah. Or like the dark version. Like how you yeah. know how like they came out with that Fresh Prince of Bel Air remake recently. Yeah. Watch them do that for Save by the Bell. It's not Saved by the Bell. It's Slain by the Bell. Slain by the slain Bell. By the bell. Yeah. It's shanked by the bell. Lexi feels like she's had to take care of everybody her whole life. It's probably why she acts like an administrator. Like she feels she is like basically right mothering everybody. Well, and like maybe that's also why she feels like she's a playwright. She just like notices everything and like she observes. wants to make it. Yeah, she wants to make it right. So she wants to like put on a show and say like this is how it should be. You know. Mm-hmm. This is how I, I mean, see it. I mean, that's the beauty of a playwright. Yeah. It's like they can reflect that. Ugh. This funeral scene has gone on for two episodes. It's just a little much. Only because it's, um, it's making me sad. Like, it's very sad. I know it's not very good when you're high. No, I mean, I'm I'm not, like, having a panic attack or anything. I'm... I'm no, just like it's just not in general. Like right. <laughs> it's just not like it's not part of the vibe. Ugh. Well, she's she's been doing this speech at her father's funeral for like two episodes. Oh, it's two episodes, and it's like ugh, it's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of lot to shoot for this specific scene because right. you see the scene. Over the course of two episodes, and you see multiple people talk and like cry. This probably took several days to film. Oh, Rue. Okay. And Fez's. And going to the he's he's dead. He's he's dying. I honestly. She wants to believe that losing her dad was part of a larger story. It is. Yeah, definitely. It's part of her story, I guess. It's part of her s- the human yeah. story. Yeah. People die. Yep. That sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> and that's really why we all do ass. the things that we do, because we're like subconsciously like just trying to not think about death. Yeah. But I feel like when you do... 
But I feel like when you're trying to evade, not think about death and like push the death feelings away, you just end up stalling. Right. And and then you're stuck and then you don't mature at all. Yeah. And you just don't, you don't live your life. I feel like you should be um, constantly thinking about how the end is imminent and that allows you to live the most uninhibited lifestyle you can have to have a full and rich life. Just don't do any drugs, please, people. <laughs> please. Well, certain drugs. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Correction. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's about balance, moderation. Right. You can have, like, you can do drugs. You just gotta also... Do certain ones and be safe. Yeah. And, I mean, and safety is really key. And be able to, like, carry it with you and, like, to to do something in the next yeah. phase of life. But I also think I was in the next moment. thinking, like, okay, drugs and, like, being, acting out, like, uh, acting um, naughty is fun, obviously. But I always feel really good. Like we were saying, everything's about balance. I always feel just so like cleansed and wholesome when i take a week or two weeks off of drinking or going out or just when i kind of drop everything and i just have like maybe several weeks completely sober from everything it just like feels so good to like let your body reset focus on your priorities focus on what's actually important because obviously with like rue she doesn't have any priorities all her only priority is getting high so yeah she she can't even yeah she can't even enjoy the high because that's all she does yeah there was that scene earlier in the season where like jules is like i forget like fingering her or something and Eating her out, maybe <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and uh. Rue can't even feel it. Wait, really? Yeah, because she's so gone and oh, like mentally. Is she well, not mentally, but like yes, yes. the drugs. Yeah. I love okay. suburbia. I like as yeah. a as a plot device. As a plot device, yeah. Because I think you can really just explore whatever you want in suburbia. Because it's sort of like a blank slate. I know, a blank you canvas, can, yeah. Because people just make their suburban communities whatever they want. And you can kind of use and a suburban re- setting yeah, as everyone's anything. Everyone's relatively normal. Mm-hmm. But what's great about a suburban setting is that there is this feeling of normalcy, but behind closed doors... It's all fucked up you don't you don't know what's happening in someone's house yeah. and that's what's crazy is like you drive past all these houses that people paid large amounts of money for and then you think about the people who live there and what their lifestyles are and based David on Lynch the knew that, yeah. yeah and based on like the community you get the sense like oh it's just a peaceful little town but secretly behind closed doors you don't know what's going on there This looks like this photo that they just took looks like Pretty Little Liars. It does. Okay, somebody said that online. Okay, so Rue is apologizing to Lexi right now. I think I think I've been through a lot. Yeah, girl. You have. Obviously, and I think maybe that's 
Uh, well, we we've talked about this because Rue is evading her responsibility to process her trauma. Really. Rue doesn't know how to like turn her trauma. Turn that frown upside down, baby. She doesn't know how to like channel that into lemons into lemonade. Yeah, into something like, like that she can like do with her hands and her mind. You know, I mean, if she was a writer, Mm -hmm. she could channel into that. Or if she was, you know, a sculptor, she could channel into that. I don't understand what. Was there ever an episode where the mom was having a conversation with her? Because I feel like Rue's more closer with her sister than she is her mom. I don't know. Somehow this season, she's become the mom has been featured way more. Okay. Maybe they're trying to like make a comment about like how the parents parented these kids. Yeah, but that only makes me want to know what the parents' background story is because it's. A cycle. Well, yeah. I, I mean, just want to want to know how their grandparents fathered or parents yeah. their parents. You know, Euphoria, the new generation, the old the generation. Old generation. <laughs> God, well, there was that episode where they talked about Nate's dad that like he discovered his homosexuality yes. in high school, yeah. and then like he got Nate's mom pregnant with Nate, or no, his older brother, and then they had Nate and. Mm-hmm his dad felt like uh, stuck in the marriage, but it's Mm -hmm. like at that point you have kids and a wife, like you're just, you're being selfish. I know like everyone's like, Oh, like you got to live your truth. Mm -hmm. But like you have a risk. You have responsibilities. Yeah. You have children. And like, honestly, you can still have homosexual sex. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, it's it's no there's it's not going. You. There's not. It's literally not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This this okay. This scene is going on for a long time now too. Okay, they're saying is like you gotta give it. Okay, so she's trying to make sense of her father's death, basically. Right. Yes. Yeah. You gotta give this shit all a reason. You do have to give yeah. this shit all a reason because, like. But I feel like she's experiencing emotions that a lot of people feel when they're young, just this ex- existential crisis of like, what does it all mean? Like, what's it all for? You know. Um, yeah. So, she should probably. Um, but yeah, like pick, that's like what art is for. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. She doesn't have anything to do. She doesn't has have anything else in her life that she sees as valuable and like worth living for yeah other than the things that are going to kill her basically <sighs> so it's just like yeah, sad i know and i and that's see and as i've said before like i think that that's like what this show captures well it's like that malaise mm-hmm. now does but it, but like the inner like the inner world yeah malaise yeah and does, does the malaise the, of your own making sometimes ex- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and does the show embellish on like how much these kids are having sex and like doing drugs like yes. yeah it is very yeah. fantastical um but yeah it it has like i think there has to be a reason why like so many people are like um tuning into the show and mm-hmm. it can't just be the marketing well i feel like if i was i feel like a lot of these writers 
um, are coming from a pathological place of romanticizing their own youth. Right. And I feel like when you're writing a show, writing a book, obviously there is that tendency to embellish and make it more dramatic. If I'm sure if I wrote a like fictional, auto-fictional memoir about my life, I'd probably make my teenage life way more cooler and debaucherous than it actually was, which was extremely boring and commonplace like everybody else's mm. um so yeah i love that auto fiction is having its day in the sun yeah it's exciting okay so now lexi and rue are hugging and there's an ugly couch we're back on the again Ooh, oh a wow it's moment. just a single spotlight Silent two moments girls. in the theater are unmatched. Yeah. Like, and it, like, is so powerful. And I don't even, I don't think that, I mean, I've it's never, like I, a, I don't think I've ever experienced a cinema moment where, like, that, maybe I have, like, when a bomb has gone off and it's, like, <laughs> gone quiet. Yeah. Well, uh, have you ever been to, like, a church service and there are those, like, really quiet moments where no one says anything and, like, you can hear a drop oh, no, of a pin? My par- I never went to church. Um, that's okay. We'll go together. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yay, clapping. Okay, so the play is finally over. Sheesh, that was a long play. Um, okay, everyone's bowing. Okay, waving goodbye. All right, the curtain. That guy is- who's, like, playing the mom in the play looks like Jules. Yes, I was just going to say. <laughs> they have very similar noses yeah, and faces. Yeah, they do. Wow. Okay, so now they're in the bathroom. <laughs> Going to... We're discussing what just happened. We're discussing and our feelings. Okay. Well, girl, put your feet away. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Oh, She's a nice pedicure, though. Here. <laughs> Okay. All right. Cassie's hair looked like somebody just took a comb and went backwards in it. You know what I'm saying? Like This is just the beginning. Wow. She looks she good there. She doesn't know what to do with it. She doesn't know what to do I with know. that. <laughs> exactly. Like This is just the beginning. Oh, and a single tear drips down off her chin. I wonder if she did that on her own or she has to use those like um, incense that they put up to your eye to make I, you cry. Uh, no, I don't think so. She's so good at like doing those emotional moments. I feel like she can just turn it on. I can tell. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Rue is like moved. This show is like a huge collection of montages where Rue and Jules just like stare at each other in passing right. and like gaze into each other's eyes and then run away. I love to sit and like just sit after I watch a play because mm-hmm. it's like you have to let go of this sacred like art form mm-hmm. and sense, you know. And I, I, mm-hmm. I love how it's like so religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a ritual aspect to it because everybody knows like the customs, like what to do, like general uh, gathering, ticket. general yeah. gathering Turn etiquette. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows to be quiet when somebody else is like 
or you're watching something so um although i think that that might hopefully like the plays themselves will start to incorporate like audience mm-hmm. like reaction mm-hmm. like when we saw king james the other night yeah. like, i was like it was nice to hear the audience like Mm-hmm. Are the plays that you went to recently or like n- is not no, a lot that of was booze? Wait, really? No. Oh, <laughs> Emo- but emotional booze. Yeah. No, but n- not a lot booze. of like woohoo. Or oh no, not no. at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so Rue and Jules um, had one of their conversations where they're like, "I love you, but we can't be together." But it, Which is probably it the will best. never they be. Can't be together. No, they really. can't. And Jules is like such a soft and sweet, calming person. Yeah. She should just move on. Yeah. Okay. I need to like. I need to like watch okay. this ending because I really okay. thought okay. it was like All abrupt. Right. All right, let's let's take a look at this. I don't know if we're too much of it. Us too. I know. Okay. I hope she forgives me. She's walking. Walking down a hallway. Stay, she stayed clean for the rest of the school year. But I don't think she loved it. Um, okay, huh. she's still walking through the school by herself. She says that she's trying. <laughs> we're she's all just, trying. We're all trying, Rue. I understand. <laughs> we're trying for um, you. She wants to be a good person. Okay. The thought of is what is keeping her trying to be a good person. Yeah. Okay. A r- okay, and a rel- religious song is coming on. Okay, and then it just ended. Was that th- that was abrupt, right? Mm, I didn't think that was abrupt because we already had the climax of like Fez getting shot, and, like that was dramatic. And then they ended the play, and they kind they kind of wrapped it up. I didn't think yeah. it was super abrupt. Um, but yeah, Euphoria, cool. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked. I, it. I liked it. I mean, I really only needed to like watch these last two episodes to I like mean, really get the full scope. They're the only of ones that we care about. Yeah, they, they deal with the theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was um yeah that was th- those these last two episodes were really good i like it i think the euphoria uh, actors are really cool i do too i hope that they have long careers and yeah. i hope that they have careers outside of euphoria definitely they're all gonna go on to do great things they're not just like going on cameo and yeah they're not milking just, yeah i don't i know i truly don't get a feeling like any of these act they don't strike me as influencers you know i feel like there is an alternate universe where euphoria is just made with random no no name instagram models and like a lot of these actors look like instagram models like they're very beautiful and unique looking but i think they're actually really talented and actually like really beautiful and have like actually bear the talent to go off and have long acting careers add content agency yes what what's that i don't know okay (laughs) I mean, it's a content agency, okay. I guess. I don't know. It, um, just, it just flashed on okay. the screen. <laughs> All right. Well, I wonder if it was like ADD, like attention deficit disorder, if it's mm-hmm. like ADD, like ad. Audio, digital, um, or something, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, great. 
we well that was watched, a wonderful time yeah we, i mean we did it com- i mean com- <laughs> sound off in the comments or send me a dm, DM if you liked this and want to see more of this i don't know this was an Hear experiment but i i did yeah he, oh yeah see more we're not there. a visual podcast <laughs> excuse we, me we don't we don't um, do we don't dip our toes in no. visual but this image. was this was a good experiment i really enjoyed this I did it was too. really fun yeah <laughs> this was a lot of fun um imagine us watching hamilton now <laughs> doing commentary for him almost did but no that but would, it's that would make me that would make me more depressed i know but um, it's coming We're, we have i mean we no, have we'll to do. wrestle with it we'll, we'll um reconcile with the the, the haunting the of haunting Lynn of hamilton Manuel miranda the haunting of hamilton all right well that was a grand old time um yeah anything else all right and, and scene, scene. Yeah, can I still do it right? yeah.